I got love for you, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that, out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabbie Presents, the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. I'm going to find the right welcome for you for this podcast. I'm your host, Cabbie Richards. Saturday Night Live, 40th anniversary special. It was excellent. I know it was bloated in three and a half hours, but it was excellent. Before I acknowledge my favorite part of the show, or favorite parts of the show, does anybody like the Californians? I don't understand it. Shout out to What's Up With That. I love that Kanye West reinvents his performances on every, every time he's on Saturday Night Live. I remember when he did... Uh, so have a toast to the douchebags, have a toast to the... It was like that overhead shot. He was in the red suit. That was cool. And then doing Wolves with Sia and Vic Mensa. Very cool. The guy's laying on his back and looking over. It was, you know, had the contact lenses in, looking back at the camera lens. Oh, that was cool. That was cool. I did like the Sandberg and uh, Adam Sandler song. It took a little while to get going, but then it was really funny. But Celebrity Jeopardy. Shout out to Steve Higgins, who's on Jimmy Fallon's show, like the co-host. That was his sketch. That was excellent. Like, just outstanding. Like, the joke off the top. <laughs> Farrell's like, I want to apologize to our Asian viewers. Like, you don't even know what the joke was, but it just him apologizing for it and the impressions was hysterical. Can't really say much about the Eddie Murphy part. Just want so much from Eddie, right? Just want so much from Eddie. But it's like Eddie, Eddie's like done with being funny. Eddie's a musician now. Eddie just is like serious Eddie. He's not like funny Eddie anymore. Even in the Tower, the Tower Heist, or whatever that Brett Ratner movie was, he was like, he kind of was more nuanced and low-key in that movie. And, he had that one funny exchange with uh, Gabare Sidibe. It was side note. Is anybody watching Empire? <laughs> Love that soap opera called Empire. Excellent music, really good casting. Just it's just such a soap opera, and it's so enjoyable. Big shout out to How to Get Away with Murder as well. Okay, the Oscars. Kind of average, right? Pretty good opening number by Neil Patrick Harris, who was an extremely talented performer. But like, the biggest laughs of the night came from John Travolta and Adina, Adina Menzel. He's touching her face, he's making up for last year's flub, and you know, she's like, yeah, talk about that following you around forever or for the last year, and you know, Travolta's like, tell me about it. Like, it was great for him to come out on stage, admit his flub, you know, that was a great moment, very funny. Too much time on the box, although it was a cool gag by the end. Um, Neil Patrick Harris 
is like a magician. I went to New York last year and I saw a magic show that he directed with these two magicians. One, uh, Derek Del Guadio, I think his name is. It was phenomenal. Just two guys doing card tricks and it was unreal. I can't remember the other guy's name. So I knew that there was some kind of like magic or trickery kind of component to it. Here's my biggest thing with the Oscars, for this year specifically. Why wasn't there a Robin Williams tribute? You have arguably one of the top 20 entertainers or performers ever who passed away last year. Robin Williams is big enough to demand his own tribute to be honored in that way. You're the Academy Awards. You can't tell me you can't get a 20-second clip from Matt Damon talking about Goodwill Hunting or a 20-second clip from Robert De Niro talking about Awakenings or... You know, a 20-second clip from Billy Crystal, who was Robin Williams' contemporary in the 80s. Both were song and dance men. Like, it's Robin Williams. They, they, could, have, they could have spent four minutes on him. And just like, and you, normally on the Oscars, there's a great montage of special effects or action sequences or people crying. I mean, the show, it's a TV show. It should have been a more entertaining TV show. Give me some kind of acknowledgement of Robin Williams other than in memoriam, which you need that montage, but Robin Williams should have had his own set piece in the show. Quickly before we get to uh, my guest, I'm just going to run down. See, my, my friends and I from Ryerson, I went to Ryerson and took radio and TV. We've been doing this Oscar lunch since 1997. And, uh, and I've missed a couple, but... In our group, there are eight of us. We call the Heart Eight, and usually every year, three or four of us. I mean, it's getting harder now because we're getting a little bit older. But three or four of us manage to sit down for lunch and reveal our top ten films of the year before the Oscars. And the Oscars just happen. I'm just going to read you mine quickly. Uh, ten to one. I'm not. I, there's probably one or two listeners out there that have one of these movies in the top 10, but I'm sure I'm kind of out there on my own because I'm a different kind of a cat. 10, Dear White People, Great Satire. Nine, Guardians of the Galaxy, very fun action movie. Eight, Noah, uh, loved how respectful Darren Aronofsky was of the material. It's impossible to please everybody when you're covering a biblical story like that, or any biblical story. Seven, The Drop, Tom Hardy's phenomenal. Six, Gone Girl, David Fincher has never been more clinical with his unraveling of a thriller. Five, Birdman, love how this dude descends into his own madness, extremely innovative. Four, Nightcrawler, it's just frightening. The audience's appetite for Macabre and Jake Gyllenhaal's performance. Three, Interstellar. Christopher Nolan is in a different stratosphere as far as other directors are go, directors go in the movie-making business. There's no one better than him that's alive. Two, Selma. Powerful, powerful movie. Great performance by David um, Oyelowo. Number one, Whiplash. I sent a... I sent a message to Kobe Bryant in November on Twitter and I said, Bean, have you seen, you need to go see Whiplash. One of the characters will speak to you. A few days ago, I read an article in GQ magazine uh, with Kobe Bryant 
and Chuck Klosterman, my favorite writer, does the interview. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And Klosterman just gets right to business. And he brings, uh, he references Whiplash. And I'm, so I'm reading, I'm like, yes, I'm like, I feel like I was the one that told Kobe to go see this movie, although he probably would have seen it himself. Maybe he saw it before I, I sent him the message on Twitter. So after I read the article, I sent him a message. And this is, this is indicative uh, of my relationship with Kobe Bryant. So send me a DM. I'm like, uh, like Whiplash, read your article in GQ, it was great. Um, which one of the, I knew the movie would speak to you, but which one of the characters spoke to you? Miles Teller's character or J.K. Simmons' character? Kobe responds, both. Love that dude. Just gives me nothing, but I love it. At least he answered. I mean, <laughs> I love that dude. All right, before we get to uh, today's guest on the Cabbie Presents podcast, score big on game day with Subway Catering. Try our delicious piled high sandwich platters or custom-made giant subs. Your guests will love the taste. You'll love the value. Subway, where winners eat. Some orders may require 24-hour advance notice. And now, my guest joins me on the line. If it's going to be uh, an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. The last time I saw this man, we were both in Washington, D.C., a few weeks before the Winter Olympic break in 2014. Generously, he offered to get a Winnipeg Jets jersey signed by his entire team as a favor to me, which was then a wedding gift for a friend. Before that, we went, to a, we went to dinner at a local pizza spot in Winnipeg, and when browsing the menu, he said he could bury a whole pizza, which still makes me chuckle to this day, because whenever dudes use hockey terms in real life, I think it's funny. He's the <laughs> captain of the Winnipeg Jets, a fine road hockey player, and has earned two Stanley Cup rings in his career. I'm happy to be joined by Andrew Ladd on the Cabby Presents podcast. Welcome, sir. Thanks, man. How you doing? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Okay, so I just got back from the dentist, and yeah. for like... My, my teeth for a really long time were, like, so cro uh, crooked that sometimes I would have a whistle, like, I'd be talking, and then I would just whistle, like, just the shape and the, the angle of my crooked teeth, just, it was weird. I'd always be apologizing, and finally, I'm like, I got to go get Invisalign, because I can't, I can't wear braces on the air, because I don't want to look 13 again, like a fat 13-year-old, minus the pimples. Um, so I'm doing that, and, and so I went to the doctor. The you know what I do? The dentist was like... You brush your teeth too hard. Do you do this? Like, I have an electric toothbrush, but then, like, I really apply a lot of pressure on my teeth. So, yeah. like, you do that too, right? No, you know what? They, they have, like, they have new toothbrushes that tell you, like, <laughs> they give you, like, a warning if you're pressing too hard. What do you mean? Like, there's a light that goes on. Like, we just bought new, new toothbrushes, me and my wife, so <laughs> that's how we know of it. There's, like, a warning that pops up. Really? Like, if you're pushing too hard. So then it pops up, then you're supposed to ease off, I guess. But Dude, do they do they sell those uh, toothbrushes at Shoppers Drug Mart? Because that's where I that's where I go to buy all my like. Yeah, they must. Well, how yeah. wait? How much is the toothbrush though? Like, I don't want to drop. Like, I am used to spending like seven ninety nine on a toothbrush, or nine ninety nine. This this might be like a couple hundred bucks, hundred bucks. Maybe. Come on, sure. are you kidding? Yeah, I mean you got to invest in your teeth, right? Yeah, that's Especially true. You, you're on TV. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wait, a couple hundred. So basically, it's like I either I either it's a Saturday night out, or I buy a new toothbrush. Yeah, or white teeth. Or <laughs> white teeth. Well, yeah. you can get them. I think you can get them whitened. You can. 
Yeah. And spend a couple blah, I don't know how yeah, much. See? Yeah, you know, you're right. It's an investment. You're right. It's it investment. is an investment. Okay, Not so a what, great investment for me, but for you. <laughs> wait, do you still have, wait, how many of your, <laughs> how many of your original teeth are no longer in your mouth? Uh, probably four. You've lost four in the, four? have you, you've been playing uh, in the NHL for what, 10 years, 12 years? Yeah, this is my 10th. 10th year. Yeah. Oh, that's that's pretty good. Just losing four. Like, are but are they like in the, like the front eight, like top four, top bottom? Um, yeah, top four. The top four are all gone. Yeah, top four all gone. You, you can't really notice. So the no. dentists are pretty good these days. Yeah, but when did that happen though? Like in the earlier two thousands, where the the uh, the technology may not have been that great as opposed to now, where it's I don't know, like probably laser your teeth in or something. Yeah, no, like, I, well, I, during the lockout, I actually had, they kind of redid my front four. Oh. Um, so I did a couple, what do they call, um, implants and stuff in there and all sorts of good stuff, so. Okay, wait, so, hot, wait. lockout time. Okay, so. I played, played road hockey with you and got my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> How, wait, so who paid for that if it's during the lockout? Uh, I don't know. I think we still had insurance. I think the PA still covered us. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. When was the last time you saw a bill from the dentist? Uh, have you ever? Uh, well, I have. Like, uh, well, I guess when I used to, to, when I went home in the summers and got my teeth cleaned there, um, oh. we'd see a bill and then have to, to pass that on to the insurance company and get reimbursed and stuff like that. Oh, okay, so. got it, got it. Speaking of road hockey, which uh, thank you again for for participating in that, just as a refresher to the audience, people may have never seen this, but during the lockout, I I organized three road hockey games, and, and Andrew, you were gracious enough to play in one, so I just I just hit you up via text. I'm like, hey, man, I want to do a road hockey game for the fans. We, are you down? You're like, yeah, I could do that. And then I got Mike Richards, uh, who spends a lot of time in Winnipeg, to also, to, I guess, to be your enemy. He was like, he's the enemy in this scenario because <laughs> you're the big-time hometown favorite. Uh, and we played, which is which is dope. So, uh, and and I got to see your Stanley Cup rings. I'd never seen the Carolina one, and the Chicago one is just offensively big. And that's from like two thousand ten, but it's still that, like gross. Yeah, yeah, it was. Where where is it? Where are they? Uh, they're in a safe. They're in a safe. And what what would be the occasion for you to bring them out of their you know box and actually wear them in public? I don't even know. I, I honestly haven't even really. They're more just a showpiece. Like, I'll bring them out to, to show people, but I don't think I've honestly really worn them besides maybe right after we won uh, a couple team events. Um, so it's it's not kind of weird, I guess, when you get traded and, and move on to a new team. It's uh, You don't really want to flaunt them. Right. Yeah, it is kind of weird. You're trying to, to win one with that team, but, um, you know, just more to show family and friends, I guess. So I keep them in the safe and then bring them out every, every once in a while if people want to see them. Nice. Okay, so let me ask you about your time in Chicago because with the Blackhawks is the last time you won the Stanley Cup in 2010. I had Patrick Kane, sorry, excuse me, Patrick Sharp on the podcast, the last one that I did, and he yeah. told me, and we, we started talking about Dave Bolin because Dave Bolin had a very, <laughs> he had a very interesting uh, relationship with the police, the Chicago Police Department. The story, yeah. I'll tell the story briefly to you because I'm not sure that I told you, but one night I was out in Wrigleyville just getting melted, and it was like, 11.30 or 11.45, I'm just walking from bar to bar, and I see a dude in the back of a cruiser. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's 
it's this early and there's a guy already in the cruiser. As I'm getting closer to the cruiser, I see Bolin. I'm like, dude, what are you doing in the back of a cop car? Like, this is the finals are happening right now. And he's like, I just wanted to get out of the house. I'm like, what? So he would he, like he would just go on like these ride-alongs before yeah. Kevin Hart and Ice Cube did it in the movies, and uh, and that would be his thing. So yeah. and then so anyway, so Sharp told me this story about getting the flashlight in his eyes coming out of a place out of a bar with Brian Campbell, and it was it was Bolin. He's with the security guard from the Jerry Springer show, a cop, and Vince Vaughn. Have you heard that story before? I have. You have heard yeah. that one. Were you at I the same heard. party? Were you at the same party? I don't know if I was there that night. Um, but they had a, yeah, boys pretty in with, or wasn't with the cops. Um, but there was, there was all sorts of good times going on, especially after we won. Uh, I, I still remember when I, we, we left the bars with my brothers, my brother's girlfriend. Um, and my wife now, and uh, we kind of stumbled out of the bar after a couple days after winning, and uh, they had the paddy wagon sitting out out in front of these bars. Um, and the guy's like, "You want to ride home?" So we all <laughs> I saw a video on my phone, but I we all jumped in the paddy wagon. There was like five of us, and ripped, they ripped us all the way home and pulled up to my condo. Uh, and people that worked in my condo must have been like, "What the heck, man!" Like, <laughs> These five people stumble out at Spatty Wagon and, and, and jump back into to the building to go up to my condo. That's outstanding. And uh, so Sharp also told me that Bolin had, like, some kind of police pass or, like, some kind of badge or some kind of ID, which he only he had it on the team, but that would basically give him immunity in the city. Like, immunity not to break, like, actual, like, serious commit serious crimes but just i don't know maybe it was like speeding or parking in certain areas like he had this pass are you do you know about this pass i don't know i I think it might have been something you hung on your windshield yeah yeah something like that yeah or like the mirror or something like that yeah yeah i yeah i heard about that i don't know how he he swindled that but um yeah man he uh i don't know i guess he had a way of getting in there and I'm getting some some perks everywhere. Okay, well, since you're the mayor of Winnipeg, Manitoba, <laughs> what kind of perks do you get? Not many. Here, Come on, you, for sure what, you do, doggy. You, you could go to any Tim Hortons and walk out. Yin-yang. What's that? I said I've had speeding tickets up to Ying Yang. There's all sorts of stuff. I don't yeah, know, but I don't you don't pay them. You don't pay them. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. You do not pay them. What? What are you talking oh, about? Hundred percent. I I got what did I get? I got four in one week. Come on. Dude, they know your face. There's no. They're just being. There's no way you pay those speeding tickets. I guess maybe I wasn't playing that well. That, that I don't know. <laughs> Come, wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah. Okay, so what about parking? Do you basically park? And do you, do you have a recognizable car? I mean, people in Winnipeg will know, probably know, but like for the people that are listening to this podcast in like Boston or Minneapolis or Los Angeles, they're not going to know what kind of car you drive. So do you? Are no, you? Are I, you I, nondescript? I, it's Winnipeg, so everyone's pretty much got a pickup truck or an SUV. So it's kind of, I guess, t- kind of tough to distinguish whose cars is who because they're just they're all covered in snow, and um, most of them are, are pickup trucks. <laughs> Wait, did the police officers apologize for giving you speeding tickets? Like, I'm so sorry to do this to you, man. No, I. I it was kind of earlier on. I've, I've, gr- I've grown up a little bit. I mean, I don't speed as much now that I have kids, but. Um, it was earlier on, so kind of right when we got here, and I wasn't fully aware of, of the speeding regulations in Winnipeg. And um, no, they didn't even 
didn't even have a sniff who I was, I don't think. Or if they did, they, did, they didn't really lead on that they did. So, so this is like... I just kind of took it. <laughs> wait a second. But wait, you don't even have a Manitoba driver's license. I you had to. What do you mean you had to? Like, you have to have one within 60 days of, of living in Manitoba. So. Says who? And then what, and then what happens? What happens? <laughs> it says the province. So I guess... <laughs> I don't know. Then you can get tickets for that, too. So Dude, I a knew- lot of... A lot of rules and regulations. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But I think you. I think rules are meant to be broken, or 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 they're slightly malleable if you have a person of visibility in that particular municipality. I know a girl here in Toronto who has an Illinois who had Illinois plates and an Illinois driver's license. She had literally thousands and thousands of dollars in parking tickets. Didn't never paid them. Just never. Because yeah, she, she still had Illinois plates. Yeah. And an Illinois driver's yeah. license, so it's like whatever. And I, yeah, and yeah, also, well, she's really cute like too, the, so that probably the, helped get off. Yeah, that that can't hurt. Yeah, no. But we have sure. like I think Buff Buff might still have Minnesota plates because he's obviously from uh, not too far. I think he's, he's only a couple hours from from Winnipeg. He's, he's from Roseau, so he's able to to keep his his Minnesota plates here. Um, so we have like we have the red light cameras all over the place. Oh, you guys do like to wait, yeah. if you go through uh, intersections and stuff, they they snap your your driver's license. Or your, yeah, your, or, um, or if you or if you speed through that plates. intersection. Ah, uh, oh, that yeah. sucks. So we get home from the road at like two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning. You just want to uh, speed home and get in your bed. Yeah, you just want to get home, and go to bed. So we, but he's got Minnesota plates, so he he'll purposely go through <laughs> speeding. <laughs> Just so it goes off and then see if he can get someone else behind him. That's funny. Okay, speaking yeah. of Buff, I, uh, or Dustin Bufflin, yeah. I recently interviewed Will Smith. And I went to L- L.A. and he, he's in this movie, this movie called Focus. It's a great movie. And uh, his co-star, Margot Robbie, bad as hell. She was, she was Leo DiCaprio's wife in Wolf of Wall Street. Do you know who I'm talking about? I do, yep. Oh, she's a, yeah. she's a 13 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, and then and in real life, like she got a little bit. She has like some hips. Like she, like you can't. Uh, I don't remember if in uh, Wolf of Wall Street you can see her whole, whole body, maybe from the front. But like when I saw her in real life, and she walked past me, of course, being a red blooded male, I have to take a look because yeah. how could I deny my DNA? And I was like, oh, <laughs> like she must get hunted by brothers. But anyway, aside yeah. from that, so I interview Will Smith. So I'm like, Will, like you're in tremendous shape. And Will's like almost 50. The dude is still ripped. Um, and he said that um, in Ali, his body percent, his body fat percentage was like 4%. No, no, no. I Am Legend, it was 4%. And in Ali, it was 6%. For this movie, it was like 8%. So, yeah. uh, in, in the only reason I thought about this, because he said Dustin Bufflin, who isn't really, who has kind of my my body type, who's a little, he's a little. Yeah, uh, I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a little, he's a little, he's a little smoother around the edges. Not so much hard edges like maybe some of the other dudes. He's still like a linebacker. We'll give him that. <laughs> Do you guys get tested at the, uh the beginning of the year and like throughout the year? Yeah, we do. We had, we're, I think we're once a month. What, like, we do have, they have like, remember, like, do they have those, those, uh, so you just like stand on a scale and it takes your, your readings and measures all that, right? Or do they have those, those little, no, um, they do like the pinching one. Yeah. So they have those tools. Yeah. So they, what? So they're just pinching your belly fat. Yeah. There's like a bunch that there's like, I think they do like chest, uh, legs, belly, 
two different ones. So do you get fined or do you have to just do a bag skate like for like two weeks to get to where you're supposed to be? I guess it just kind of depends where you're supposed to be. I think it's just kind of monitoring if you're going up or down or what's going on throughout the season. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we've had anyone that's kind of been that far off. So, Dwayne, did the results get shared with the teammates? No. It's not like posted on a board where you can like no, ridicule somebody? No. Our, uh, our, our uh, strength guy keeps those under wraps. <laughs> you know, I was, uh, I was, share them. <laughs> I was having dinner with a, a dude that plays not in your division, but uh, 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 like a, a couple months ago. And he was talking about one of his teammates who's a defenseman who refuses to do, to take those tests. Like he's so insecure and like, really? Yeah. And he just, and he just flat out refuses. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And then he get, I, get, I guess he gets away with it or whatever. Maybe he does it at a different time. And I was like, Ooh, I guess that's like a, that's like a thing. I guess if you're like borderline, like I'm not, I was kind of eating friggin' Taco Bell or just crushing like multiple, you know, late night, you know, pizza runs. Then yeah, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be bad. Yeah. What do you, what do you, so what are you at? Where am I at? Yeah, I'm middle of the road. I think. Well, what does I mean, that I'm, mean? I I think probably middle of the road for like ten, nice. eight to ten percent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess that's probably where you're at. Don't they tell you? Natu- like, naturally. No, he just takes the numbers and then goes into his office, puts his glasses on, <laughs> and, and that's it. shuts the door. And he know. does it, and you get no kind of feedback, like, hey, man, yeah, good job. You're, or, like, nothing? Just, like, mm. He doesn't even yeah. talk, just, mm, grunts. Yeah, just, yeah, all good, thanks. I'm like, okay, see you later, who, who do you think is borderline? <sighs> Who's borderline? Borderline, like, could be fined or might need to do some conditioning. Um, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. You're not waiting. They're not throwing anybody on the bus. And you we're just having a conversation about who you think might just be, you know. Maybe. I'll give you. I'll give you uh, someone who me and Brian Little have a competition of our for our bellies. Okay, what what's this competition? Just just who has less uh, for for the because you can see the numbers. Like you don't see the final results, but when you take the number, you can see what your number is. Um, Wait, I don't so, understand. I don't understand what, what it means. When you take the number, you see what your number is. What so does like that mean? When they, they pinch, they, they, they use the, the machine to pinch. Uh-huh. There's a number that pops up. So then you can see the number, but then I don't know how they calculate the body fat from that number, but you know what the number is. So, wait. like like 8 to 12 or whatever. Okay, okay. So, that, so that, did it start at the beginning of the season and it's by the end of the season who's got the smaller number? Yeah, it's just more like every time. I'm like, or okay, every time. Like, I'm still, I'm still, I think it was one better than, than him the last time. So. But who's got better abs, though? Who's got better, like, ab definition? Because I think that's what the chicks care about. And that yeah. V, the V that leads down to your lower half. It's got to be me. Guy, <laughs> do you, wait, who's, uh, would you ever post a selfie of your abs? No. That's just for wifey. Only wifey gets to enjoy yeah. that. <laughs> Would Brian? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He wouldn't? Not a chance. He doesn't have Twitter. He doesn't have anything. He's He doesn't have he's, Instagram. He's old school, man. If he could live without a if he could live without a cell phone, he would uh he would totally just not have a cell phone. How hard is it to get in touch with that guy then? Cuz everybody has one of those friends that just like you you text him and it takes like a day for the dude to respond. Yeah. He, he's tough. Tough to sometimes most of the time you get a one word answer out of him. He actually he sent a long a long text. We're doing like a, a rescue shelter calendar with all the guys. 
Oh, nice. Um, like for cha- yeah. for a charity? For, for charity. All the wives are doing it. So his wife, his wife is one of the ones that's setting it up. And I got this long text from him yesterday that said, hey, like, can you just photo shoot after practice on this date? And uh, I saw him the next day at the rink. I'm like, there's no way that you wrote that. Your wife wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's outstanding. That is great. You just totally yeah. busted him. Like, dude, I, I'm used to, I'm used to your yeah, bud, and yeah. Uh, sure, K. Does he do the K or the KK? No, I do K. Just K. I don't get the KK thing. What is I don't, the KK I don't get thing? the KK thing either. Why people do KK? I don't know. My boy Peter Gurgis always responds with KK, but I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that one. But, yeah, uh, I, I don't get that. My brother does that every once in a while. You know what? And actually, now this is going to, and I don't mean to name drop, but I was interested, I interviewed uh, Kendrick Lamar uh, like a year ago, and I asked him, and he had this famous song. He's a hip-hop dude from Compton, like one of the oh, best yeah. MCs in, in hip-hop right now. And he had this song called um, uh, Please Don't Kill My Vibe. I'll say it that way to keep it clean, but it's, yeah. yeah. And then I asked him, <laughs> I asked him about certain things that kills his vibe, and and I was like, what about, you know, and we're talking about like text messages. And he said, I hate when people just respond with just K. So he, so that yeah. made me think that he's a KK guy as far as the text etiquette go. But I don't know where that came from. I don't know how that, how that started or why people do that. Uh, yeah. oh, so in this uh, photo shoot, are you going to be shirtless? Um, yeah, you are. Yeah, you know, are, yeah. lad. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'm not. I'm not the creative director, so Dude, I just, I'll just do what I'm told. You might as well be a fireman. Just go all the way with it. Just wearing the fire pants, have a fireman's hat, and you be holding a ladder and be like ladder sixteen. <laughs> there and you then, go. Like, yeah. Sleeveless, maybe. I don't know. Like, no, don't know to- totally shirtless. Up, maybe suspenders. Sure. Maybe suspenders. Yeah, I can do suspenders. And and dude, you have to be holding an axe. I gotta be holding a dog. Okay, well, you have the dog, like, you if might... If I'm holding an axe and a dog, that might look a little weird. No, but, you, like, but you'll have a Dalmatian, and the Dalmatian will be pretty huge, so you could just maybe put your hand on the dog's head, but you have to have an axe, and then and just... an axe over the shoulder? The yeah, side. and just be flexing the whole time. Okay. Like, it'd be sick. And they don't need to Photoshop your abs in, because you already have the abs. You're already at, like, minus one, like a, like a good golf score. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, do All you? Right. I'll throw. I'll, pat, I'll throw it at him. See what they got. Yeah, dude. Like seriously, dude, like you, we got to represent your brand. You're the captain, so you got to be the baddest mother bleeper on out there. Yeah. And the yeah, captain has to hold the, the battle axe. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll see what we can do. Do you, uh, as a cap, do you ever fight, Andrew? I know TSN shows Winnipeg Jets games, but I, admittedly, I don't see the, very much of them. No. Yeah. Every once in a while. Like, uh, the only captain I can think of that fights was, like, when Jerome McGinley was a captain of the Flames. Like, that guy would fight, like, once a month. He'd be fighting. Yeah, he fought a lot, like, kind of when he wanted to get going. He'd fight. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and he, he's not a huge dude, but he's, he's big, not huge. But then he would, he would, he would go. Like, so yeah. how often do you fight? Like, if it's a, on a month, give me, like, a monthly base. Like, once a month, once every couple months, once every three once every, months. Once every couple months. I think, I, got, I think I've got two so far this year. I actually fought, like, uh... We were speaking of captain fighting. I fought that Landis God in oh. Colorado. Yeah, but that dude's like 13 years old, man. Yeah, he's actually, he's pretty tough, actually. Yeah, but he's a child. You can't fight a child. He's a, he's a man child. He's a strong man. Is he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah and, and Aginla's on the team. Maybe mainly maybe Aginla uh, gives him a... He probably a, got him fired up a little bit. <laughs> so how did it go? How did, did, you get, did you get the W or was it a draw? Uh, it was pretty close. I, I don't know. 
What did the boy? What did the boys say? Like the day after or at practice the next day? They thought it was a good go. Oh, okay. They thought it was uh, yeah. They thought it was a good fight. It was it was pretty uh, pretty good. We both stood and went kind of toe to toe. So that was that was a pretty good fight. Can you imitate? Can, can you imitate the person you like making fun of the most? And that person giving you props for that fight, like in the way that you imitate this person. I have no idea who this person is, but I'm sure there's someone you chirp more than others. Can you? <laughs> I got to imitate them giving me props. Yeah, for... yeah. Um, I don't even. I. And then I'm. And then I'm gonna. Then I'm just gonna guess who the person is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Who am I gonna go with? Who do you you know who you imitate? You know who you like to friggin' kind of poke fun at. Maybe not to the person's face, but you know, you know. Yeah, the but I, 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 I voice wise, I gotta. Oh yeah, I yeah. I yeah. think. Um, Thorburn probably be easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I was going with. Cause he does he still have the long stringy hair? Oh, longer never. Is it? He said he said the other day it's as long as he's ever had it. I think he told me about the Palomino. And he's got the. He told you about telling him. I think so. I've I've heard of it, but I believe he he like he's he then confirmed what I heard about the Palomino. Really? Yeah. yeah. We had the booty shake Mondays. <laughs> I really got to get to the two hundred four on a Sunday night and just stay for the Monday night. And go stay back on the Monday. You, I'm sure they'd let you judge the contest. What, is that actually a thing? It is a thing. What do you mean? It's a thing. It's like they have a contest. I think it's for like a couple hundred bucks, maybe. Wait, Every how? Monday. Okay, but booty shake Monday. What do the contestants look like? If uh, okay, listen. If Margot Robbie, if they knew you were coming. I, <laughs> I mean, when I was there, I've only been once. <laughs> uh, it was kind of hit or miss. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, right. Probably but more misses than hits. Yeah, we had a great time though. Okay, but like, give, just give me a range. Was it like, are there? Am I seeing like fours on that stage? Or am I seeing like six soft sixes? Oh, yeah, five to seven. Five to seven. Okay. Five to okay. seven. So then I should just, I should really just stay at Earl's or Joey when I go there. Like I'm gonna. You see could, him. or you could recruit from Earl's or Joey Ooh. to see if they would come to the Shake Monday. Oh. I think it's like an open. It's an open. Uh, Open it's like contest. open mic, like uh, yeah, like, like whoever like, shows up. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's like a rap battle, but not. Okay, that's not okay. Give me, give me Thorburn. It, give me your invitation. Your your invitation of Thorburn giving you props for that fight you had with Gabriel Landeskog the other day. <laughs> uh. Well. <laughs> see, everyone. I, I guess I gotta give Conda. Everyone calls me Gary on our team. Gary, like the name Gary. Gary. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Please so more con more also, context, please. Also started with Thorbs. It's pretty. It's a pretty kind of useless story, but for whatever reason, it's stuck. Okay, um, no, tell the story. To give give the full context. If you're gonna give the context, give the full context. Please. Yeah. Okay. So when I first got to Atlanta, I got traded from Chicago. We uh, I was sitting on the plane with uh, with Thorbs and uh, probably I think Ron Hainsey, and uh, he said, "What's what do guys call you?" And I was like, pretty much anything but Andy. Okay. And uh, he goes, Andy, that's worse than Gary. And and, oh, and that was on. it. And that was so, it. And that was it. So then he started calling me Gary. Um. <laughs> and uh, Dude, so man. Like, oh. everyone, everyone calls me Gary. 
So he'd just, like, I think after the Allen, he'd be like, way to go, Gary. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that that's how I got my nickname. And then uh, and how would he funny say now because we actually named my daughter Andy. Oh, you did? So now he's like, ah, oh, you, you dink. Like, I gotta, <laughs> I can't even make fun of that name anymore. Locke and Andy. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. I, I love yeah. the name Locke for your son. I think yeah. he's like, that's so badass. Like, he's got to be badass. He's like, by the time he's 17, he's going to have like eight tats, probably one on his neck. Yeah. He's going to be like 195, shredded, just going to be doing crunches and push-ups in between, like in between. Kids won't even, by the time your son's 17, kids won't be watching TV, like on TV. They'll be consuming it some other way. It'll just be, be on like, their wrist or something. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. on their body. And the dude will just be doing one-handed, one-handed push-ups and just be looking at the, <laughs> the palm of his hand or the back of his hand where the monitor is, where his, his text yeah. messages are just coming up. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, he's a little savage. He's kind is of he? stop. How yeah. is he? He's, is he one yet or one and a half? He's two. He's two. Oh yeah, so all he's doing is running he's around. Two. Oh yeah, running around and just throwing things as hard as he can against the wall. So way to go, Gary. Was that the impression of Thorburn? That, that was the impression. That was the impression for the fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Wait. So wait. In in speaking about uh, Locke and uh, Andy. Uh, naming your kids basically your wife's decision only, right? But you basically have no, no say in the matter, do, right? I, I bet we were, we 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 like the name Locke, so we stuck with Locke. Like that was an easy one. So Andy was she was harder. Um, yeah, of course, because she, yeah. So it took about a week. Like we left the hospital, it took a week to name her. I'll tell you why it's harder. Okay, this is being from from dude to dude. It's harder yeah. because. There's a list of names which you can't call your you can't name your daughter because you yeah. knew those women romantically. And then mm-hmm. and then after a certain point wifey may have just looked at you like why are you saying no to all these names? Like who do you who are these girls? <laughs> Who's a Vanessa? Who's in a friggin' uh, Emmanuel? Uh, you know, you you played in a- Atlanta. Maybe there was a a Siobhan or a, <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of those types. Maybe yeah. there was a Sierra in there. Yeah, there's a lot of word I mean, word association for I think for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but it, so it took a little longer. I wanted but wait, I wanted, but, but I wanted con- to name her something else. But considerably less for wifey. Like wifey's list for for her son is like two names. For the daughter, your list was like was like to the power of a thousand more. <laughs> what? No, not a chance. No. Hey, did you no. see? Hey, okay, well, I, I pulled this up. Uh, just speaking of uh, uh, parental stuff, okay. I have so I was on. I was uh, I was reading this article about Will Smith and Esquire, but it's a, I, yeah. it's a great article. Took me somewhere else. Okay, so they have this um, thing about like nineteen pieces of advice. So I'm going to read you three, and uh, and see if they resonate with you. Okay, so the first one is. Uh, from Vincent Cassell, who's a who's a French actor. You 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 would recognize his face. I can't think of anything he's been in right now that you would, but he you would recognize his face. Okay. He says, "Good guys need to be a little dirty, otherwise they're just boring." You're a good guy, but there's some dirt under those fingernails. Yeah, I think everyone's got <laughs> a little dirt on their fingernails. Huh? I just wanted to get your reaction to that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, then uh, this one's from Dr. Dre. Clear communication, respect. A lot of laughter and a lot of orgasms. That's what makes a marriage work, Dr. Dre. There's a lot, lot of that. See, that's good, Dr. Dre. 
Yeah, do this. Really call him the doctor. The good doctor. <laughs> the good doctor. One of the one of the greatest uh, producers ever, and he produces a great quote. And yeah. then finally, uh, never tell your wife she's lousy in bed. She'll go out and get a second opinion. That's from Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> He's the man. He is the man. Like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. As as the captain, uh, do you do you have a go to line that you repeat or offer as advice to people? Uh, to like people in general, teammates. I guess teammates, like uh, you know, yeah, your your brethren. No, nah, no, nah, I think it just kind of depends on the situation. Everyone's kind of different. How much talking do you have to do as the captain? Um, like, are you, are you every day in the room? Are you are you standing up in the room and saying something? No, no. I I try to pick my spots. I mean, I, I think there's kind of small talk, a lot of small talk that goes on in terms of trying to get the room energetic and stuff. But in terms of you know serious serious talk, I think you pick your spots when you want to address the team, and otherwise it's. Uh, you know, if you're doing it every day, it kind of goes, goes. Uh, doesn't go over as well. It doesn't have the same impact. So you kind of try to try to pick your spots and and uh, you know pick the time to to do it properly. I don't know. Are you would they, would you qualify as a strong silent type then? I would say I'm pretty pretty uh, strong silent type. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen a dude cry not due to physical pain? Yeah. You've seen a dude cry? Yeah. Well, okay, not enjoy because you guys won two. You've won two Stanley Cups, so obviously <laughs> dudes are crying. I love you, man. You're my brother. You know, but they're crying like Bud Lights and and you know champagne and stuff. But like, okay, yeah. remove remove joy from the equation. I'm talking about like emotional, heart wrenching, bitter ex wife, ex girlfriend pain. Um. I don't know about ex-wife, ex-girlfriend. Okay, well, not specifically those things, but, like, you know. Guys cry, you know. Well, have you seen it? Yeah. This year? Um, yeah. Who cried? Well, I mean, it's kind of a sad story. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, it wasn't like a... It wasn't... uh, uh, See, I'm I'm such a jerk. It wasn't... I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's not... It wasn't happy. Okay. Yeah. So, I it's... Our our uh, our old trainer from Chicago passed away. Ah, a sad story. So nice. there were some some tears shed. Okay, that's shed there. What a yeah. Well, you know, yeah. God rest his soul. What was yeah, that? What was that gentleman's awesome. name? Clint Reese. Clint Reese. Yeah, he was a good man. Nice. Uh, okay, there's no there's no easy way to segue out of out of that yeah. one because <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Uh, uh, email. How often do you check your email? And do do you does does anybody other than like the PR staff send you email? Uh, I get a lot of junk email, like from like Banana Republic and stuff. Like I get like yeah, it's fifteen percent off or fifty yeah. percent yeah, exactly. off. You get those ones? Yeah. Like when you like buy when I buy something for my wife, like I'll get email from that company or whatever for the next forever. You know, forever until you hit the unsubscribe yeah. thing. But I'm too lazy to do that. I kind of hate that when you go buy stuff, then they ask you for like, oh, what's your postal code or what's your number? Like they, yeah. like if it's your number, okay, yeah, have you bought stuff here before? Yes, I bought stuff here before. But I don't want to go on your friggin'. And I feel like a jerk saying no 
because I just want to be polite and Canadians were polite so we like we never say no to stuff but then you kind of feel like railroaded like oh man like yes here's my freaking email address do you get that too yeah well especially now like because you can send receipt like you can do the receipts oh yeah of course email. yeah paperless yeah so you just do that and then I think that's how they get you okay see that I don't yeah. mind but just to randomly put my email in your database that sucks yeah I just say no now do you ever feel now I don't know if this you get this feeling but do you ever feel kind of violated when you go to the bank? Like when you physically have to go to the teller and you have to get a a bank draft for something or I recently bought a car, so I had to buy I had to get a bank draft to go to the dealership or whatever and I'm, you know, and this person is can completely judge you based on what they see in front of them. Like you're it's so personal your bank account. Like you never you never talk about money with your friends or maybe how much so i got this a deal on this but not like how much you earn and that sort yeah. of thing do you ever feel i mean do you have to but my yeah i mean my like you you can go on the internet any day and see how much money i, I, I guess so oh okay yeah that's i suppose yeah it's kind of it's i guess it's kind of funny when you when you go into the bank and and they don't, they don't know who like, you are don't know who you are and then they pull it up and they're kind of like oh <laughs> Maybe we should get you into another savings plan. I, I feel like the bank calls every other day to try to get me into something. That's so funny. Oh my! This 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 person had there's so, there's so many decimal points. Yeah. There's so many commas in this person's uh, checking account. <laughs> uh, lastly, um, is Evander Kane the Kanye West of the NHL? The Kanye West. Yeah. Okay, Kanye. I've never met Kanye. Well, but you know of Kanye. You know, you know his persona. You know his public perception. He's a he's a very much okay. Listen, Kanye, extremely talented. Yeah. Very confident. Yeah. Misunderstood, and sometimes Kanye West is very hard to like. That's I think that's that's a that's a probably a, a general consensus on Kanye West. Yeah, I mean that that's probably pretty close. Yeah, but I don't know Kanye. <laughs> actually, we, that's what we actually called Kaner a little bit. It was Kanye. No, you didn't. Did you actually? Yeah, a little bit. For what? What reason? Just more because it actually got it from Patrick Sharp. Cause he <laughs> called he called Patrick King Kanye. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and then we. Oh, because World of the last name. Because of the last yeah. name. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And it didn't have anything to do with the, the persona, but yeah, I, I'd, I'd say he's probably a little little misunderstood. And um, did you understand him? Uh, somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's hard for you to, like, you, see, you're at the captain. Okay, you're the captain. So it's not like you and I yeah. are just speaking at the pizza joint. You're the captain. So there's a certain, like, certain, you know, sometimes you, you got to keep certain things in the house. Right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, he's, he'll, I'll tell you, he'll do, he'll do great in Buffalo. And, um, yeah, you guys sent him to the abyss, though, man. I mean, I know it wasn't you, but, you know, <laughs> Buffalo, dude, that's like... It's like, come on! It's like being—it's like being sent to Carolina right now. Like, and if the Stahl brothers were gone, it's like being sent to Carolina. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> there's no bad place in the NHL. Although, come on, I guess that's one thing I could say. See, that's being—you're being, you're being too diplomatic, Andrew. That's what do you mean? There's no bad place. You don't—you don't want to end up in friggin' no, Florida when you're, when you're a kid. Like when you're a kid growing up. Like if you were. 10 years old or 11 years old, like, do you think you really care where you're playing the NHL? Good point. Good point. No, but you're not no 10 or 11 anymore. The dude's like 23 or 24. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you, we travel. You know, you still get to visit New York and Florida and all those good spots. Yeah, but then you have to go to your own home. Then you have to, like, you drive from the airport to your to your condo or your house, and you're like, this town is bleak. That is true. 
it's, yeah. it's a, but you know what? Like I, we we obviously just traded for two guys from Buffalo and. Oh, they're, and, uh, but they're, those guys are rejoicing. <laughs> like, thank you. They're hugging and kissing, dude. Like, everybody's getting two, two kisses on the cheeks. <laughs> but they had nothing, nothing but good things to say about Buffalo. Yeah, but like you, you, they told me, like, mo- they said a lot of guys go back, like, move back after playing there. They what do you mean? That's just what they said. Only Patrick Kane has a place in Buffalo because he's from there. He's got, he's, and actually, I don't even know that personally. I've never asked him, but I'm just assuming that yeah, he's got he a spot. He, okay, he okay, you, okay. He's like yeah. the only dude. Who else is from Buffalo? You think you think Dominic Hasek has a place in Buffalo? I don't. I have no. I I, I can't give you names. Who else? Pat Lafontaine. Who's there's a couple guys. Isn't Matthew Barnaby there? He, I don't know. I mean, he Kevin might. Kevin Adams. Kevin Adams. I played with in Carolina. Right. He, he's he's black back living there. Okay. Uh, Tempo Newman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing out names. Where's Where's Alex McGillney? Does he have a spot there? Is he on uh... Alex? Doesn't he run in some team in the KHL? McGillney, probably, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, fine. You okay? You refuted my point. Well done. You refuted yeah. my point. Yeah, I win this one. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you win most of them against me because I'm just a freaking jackass. Uh, <laughs> I really appreciate this combo, man. It was very, it was very fun. Yeah, um, no worries, man. And uh, wait, so on Twitter, it's a lad sixteen, correct? Yeah, that's it. Alad sixteen. Are you also on Instagram? I am not. You are not on Instagram. Why not on Instagram? Well, I, I am on Instagram. I'm just not for like everybody. Okay, so you you have a private account on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like a family friend. Right. No, I totally get that. Yeah. I do. There's so many of you dudes that do have that, and like, yeah, and yeah. There's there's yeah. a few. You gotta you gotta have some for yourself. Right? <laughs> You're right. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Uh, well, listen, man. Uh, I know you guys have a, a a little bit of a hill to climb to get into the uh, get in the playoffs. So I hope you climb that that hill well. And when you deliver speeches, I hope that you can inspire your troops like Braveheart. Yeah. Can I quote Dr. Dre? <laughs> it would be rude not to. Exactly. All right. Take I'm care, man. my man. All right, buddy. Thanks. Peace. Thank you for listening to Cabbie Presents, the podcast.